Hey out there in podcast land, happy Monday. (laughs) Welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry where we're looking at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. Today, we're on promise number six, and that promise is power. I bet you know which scripture I'm going to use to help us along this particular episode of remembering that God has promised us power. It comes from 2 Timothy verse, 2 Timothy, the first chapter, verse 7. And reading from the New Living Translation, it says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-control. That is a go-to scripture, is it not? If not, it should be for you. I lean on this scripture all the time because we know life is hard. Caregiving is hard. Being a parent is hard. Being a spouse is hard. Being a manager, whatever, you fill in the blank. Hard. And we need to remember that we have power. You know, even if you're not a caregiver, just putting your foot right one foot in front of the other every day can be met with resistance because the enemy uses all sorts of circumstances and people unfortunately to try and detour us from the will of God in our lives that's his whole thing remember Jesus said that the enemy comes to steal kill and destroy but Jesus came to give us abundant life but with that abundant life we have power that he's given us You know, you think that you're going for a promotion. You need confidence, right, in yourself. But really, in God. We need our confidence in God to know that we are more than enough through him. For women, I think we really need to embrace this concept. Because throughout history, we have been told that we are less than, right? We're the weaker sex. And yes, while we may be physically weak, in comparison to men we're no dumb bunnies (laughs) we're not weak in um, mental capacity we're not weak or deficit when it comes to nurturing to solving problems or anything like that it's just physical strength that's it but the world would make us believe otherwise and so it's important for us to know that we are more than enough in God that he has given us power to do whatever it is that we desire. Knowing this scripture and believing this scripture has helped me to develop develop self-confidence. I didn't have a lot of self-confidence growing up as a little girl and even like midway into my military career. I see now how God used the military to help boost my confidence because I just, I don't know, I just felt unsure. But he used the military and me going through various chaplains, um, chapel services versus chaplains, but just, I just see God working in me, slowly going, you're more than enough, Greta. I've given you everything that you need. You're capable, you're more than enough. And now that I know that, I'm a little monster. so to speak. I know now that I can accomplish everything that God has called me to do. And I will do that until it's time for him to call me home. Self-confidence in knowing that God is with me, that God has endowed me with all that I need, that his power runs through my veins. You too have power. 
And that power comes from your relationship in Christ. The Holy Spirit in each and every one of us reminds us of truth, right? That's what Christ says, that he would be the comforter and he would tell us the truth, point us to the truth. Of course, we know first it is the truth of who Jesus is. That's what the Holy Spirit does. And then he um, points us to the truth of who we are in God. Because all of these promises that we're going on, other Christians don't know that. And we need to be constantly reminded that we have that. And then the truth of who we are or how we are to serve others to reflect the relationship that we have in Christ. That goes to the behaviors and the fruit of the Spirit and how we are to walk, how we are to treat each other. You know, to do so, remembering that truth is His power. All of that is through the power of Jesus Christ that sustains us and uh, propels us and that protects us. You have that power today, power to change your outlook on life, power to change what you think of yourself. Mm, That's key, that you are more than enough and that you're capable. That The power to change what you think of others. If you're kind of an elitist, that's not who Jesus was. Remember, he left all of his crown and glory to come down for you. So we can't think that we're better than others or to the power to embark upon a new career, the power to write a book, right? To paint a masterpiece, to write a song, sing a song, whatever it is, the power to be a loving and compassionate caregiver. We have power and not only power, but love, right? And self discipline, self-control, to not overindulge in anything, to not get fixated on something which the enemy can use to once again derail us from the path that God has us. Because we may be doing something right, but if that's the only thing that you focus on over and over and over and over again, that means you're neglecting some of the other things. We have God's power. We have God's love. We have God's discipline. The enemy will tell you that you don't, though. And that's the resistance (laughs) that you may meet when you're trying to do all those things that God has placed in your heart. He will place doubt in your mind, perhaps reminding you of something that you attempted to do the last time and it didn't work. He would place doubt in my mind a lot of the time that's why I had self-confidence I just oh I don't think I'll be able to do this but the Holy Spirit would always tell me try anyway and so that's the battle that went on my head I don't think I'm going to be able to go to college (laughs) now I'm going to eventually get my doctorate but I just thought "Mm, I'm a B and C student I probably am not college material and the Holy Spirit would tell me try anyway now I didn't recognize it was the Holy Spirit at the time but it was. And so I would try thinking I'm going to fail and then I wouldn't. And then something else. I'm like, oh, I don't think I'm going to be able to do that. And I'd hear, well, try it anyway. If, you know, if it doesn't work out, then oh well. And I'd do it and it would work out. But that was the Holy Spirit in me pushing me along. But the enemy was big. You're not going to be able to do that. You're not going to succeed. There's no reason for you to do that. Even when I started seminary, initially I was like, ooh, This is seminary. This is graduate work, which I already have a master's, right? 
And then all of a sudden I was like, wait a minute, I'm a daughter of the Most High God. God's called me to seminary. Of course I'm going to do well in seminary. (laughs) Because I now have embraced who I am in Christ. That I have power. That I have no reason to fear. That I am not intimidated to the point where I do not act. Sure, there are things that I'm a little bit unsure of and maybe afraid or apprehensive but it doesn't stop me from moving forward and God doesn't want anything to stop you from moving forward in his will I think that's one of the reasons why we have this scripture to remind us you have power we have the power we have the power to love we have the power to walk in self-control we have a power to do whatever it is that we need to do And so looking at the scripture, there's more than just having power. It's having the power to love our enemies as ourselves. It's having power to walk in self-discipline, to not cuss everybody out when they they upset you. Or to not hold grudges um, with your spouse when they do something that uh, you don't particularly like. The power of love, the power of self-discipline. The power of knowing that you can do anything that you need to do through Christ Jesus. You know, most of us, if we would ask the people who we define as successful to tell us if they had any struggles before they got to the level of prominence that they are, they would share with us that they have. When I watch different types of shows and whatnot, they all talk about the failures that they've made prior to getting to where they are. But the difference was they kept going. They believed in themselves. And you should believe in yourself too because you are a daughter or a son of the Most High God. The goal, the dream that he's placed in you or that you're feeling is something that he's placed in you. And that means that you can do it. You may fail the first time, but failing does not mean that you are a failure. So don't allow the enemy to try and intimidate you with that fear, the spirit of fear, right? Remember, you have the spirit of power, that you're more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. And you have the power to love and the power to walk in self-discipline to do whatever it is that's necessary for you to do and achieve the goal that you have set in your mind, right? (laughs) I want to share something with you. Did you know that God believes in you? I remember when he placed that in my heart. I'm like, God believes in me. He's given me all of these dreams and talents because he's like, I want my girl Greta to do that. And I know that she will do that if she just trusts in me. He believes in me and he believes in you. He knows that you will be a great caregiver. That's why he placed you in the room. God knows exactly what each and every one of us is capable of. And we must trust him and walk in the power that our relationship with him affords. You have power, my friend, so walk in it. Let's pray. Thank you, God, for believing in us. How wonderful it is to know that you who are the creator of heaven and earth believe in us. That the goals, the talents, the dreams that you've placed in my in our hearts, that you believe in us to put them there, that through you they will come 
to fruition. That we don't need to doubt ourselves because you believe in us. That we don't need to walk in fear, Lord, because you believe in us. That we don't need to be apprehensive about our future because you believe in us. That you've given us the power to trust you, the power to love you, and the power to walk in self-discipline to do those things that you've placed before us. Thank you, Lord, for the promises that you've given us. Help us to remember them. Let this be a scripture that we remember and, and not to remember it in fragments where we just say that you've given us power, but to remember that that power you've given us allows us to love each other, which is something that I think we've forgotten. That there's power in exercising self-control versus overindulgence. Forgive us for being greedy. Forgive us for being unkind to others. Forgive us in short, Father, for not loving our neighbors as ourselves. And then in loving ourselves, Lord, help us to realize that we are enough. Especially my sisters who are listening. That you don't consider us the weaker sex. That we are the image of you. That it took both men and female, or male and female, Lord, to represent your whole totality. That we represent a part of you and you're not weak by any stretch of the means. And neither are we. So we walk in the power that you've given us this day, Lord. Bless the caregivers. Help them not to be afraid of what the future may hold with taking care of their loved ones or for taking care of a client. Help them to love and to walk in self-control. Thank you for being our God and we are your people and we praise your name. In the matchless name of Jesus our Christ we pray, amen. All right, my beloved caregiving, podcasting family, remember that you have power and that God believes in you. And so do I. Now go and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. Bye.